All right, this is a little mini podcast here talking about seeing where you're going. I'm going to use this analogy to describe how I think you should do things, not just in life, but in rhinoplasty. And here's what I mean. The way I used to do rhinoplasty, the way that basically everyone does rhinoplasty, is to do this procedure with kind of a blind approach. Here's what I mean. When doctors do things and work such as osteotomies, that's where they try to work with the nasal bones, either to narrow them, reposition them, or make them look differently. Oftentimes, this part of the operation, believe it or not, is blind. What I mean by blind is they can't see everything that needs to be seen. Um, the sides of the nose where the nasal bones are at are oftentimes left intact where the skin's out. And so rather than lifting up that area of skin, which you cannot do if you're using conventional techniques, um, they kind of guess where things are at. Problem with guessing is no one can see as well, um, you know, without, without actually seeing. It's like kind of trying to do something. You could probably say, I could do this blindfolded. Well, even if you could do it blindfolded, you're going to do it better not blindfolded. So that is that approach that I use called an ultrasonic rhinoplasty. The ultrasonic rhinoplasty allows me to see every aspect of the nose and make super fine contour changes to the nasal bone. This allows me to actually do this procedure not blind. And not blind means I'm going to be able to see things better. Um, the other aspect of this approach, um, which I'm not going to really touch on, but I will anyways, um, is chisels versus um, an ultrasonic approach. Chisels in general are going to be very hard at making something smooth. Think about that granite countertop, the bathroom countertop, or anywhere else you see a rounded piece of stone. Did they use chisels to make that shape? I don't think so. They probably used some type of sanding device to really smooth that out. Our nasal bones are pretty hard. And if you cut that with a chisel, you're going to have an edge, a visible edge. If you look at other doctors' rhinoplasty results, you might be able to see those edges along the sides. And if you're a patient, you might be able to feel those edges, even on your own nose if it hasn't been done yet. So the goal over here is to smooth out those nasal bones, make them as smooth and symmetrical as possible before doing anything to the nose. And then if they need to be narrowed, narrow that symmetrical base of nose rather than trying to narrow something that's not symmetrical to begin with. This is an important concept. Again, imagine you have two different sized sides of a circle, and you try to cut one side, cut the other side, and push them together. Well, they're not going to, they're not going to be symmetrical. You first want to sand down those two sides, make them symmetrical, and then move those sides over. So, um, in general, in life, you don't want to do things blind. Um, you don't want to stick your hand in something where you can't see what's underneath. You don't want to jump into a water pool unless you can guess what's in the bottom or know what's in the bottom. And again, you don't want to necessarily do an osteotomy on your nose um, unless you can see all of it because you may not see all the nuances and, um, and be able to appreciate those differences. So that's one of the secrets to getting a nose as symmetrical and smooth as possible. Um, perfect.